Today we're going to take a look at the first quarter of AMD's 2019 financial results. Hey guys, my name is Jose and this is another episode of Buy or Pass. In this series, I will look at the financial documents of a company and decide if I was looking for another investment, would I buy or would I pass? Before we start, don't forget to hit that subscribe button to get info on new episodes and other videos. So let's begin. So today we're going to do AMD's first quarter of 2019. On the first episode, it's going to be a two-part episode. On this episode, we're going to take a look at their financial results. We're also going to take a look at their earnings call transcript and take a look at any important information we have there. On the second part of this of this episode, um, which I will post tomorrow we'll take a look at the financial numbers and see how amd has been doing year to year quarter to quarter um in the past right so so i already took the liberty of reading the report and taking a look at the earnings transcript to save you guys time from reading it it took me about a little bit over an hour and hopefully i'll be able to give you guys this information in the next 10-15 minutes i highlighted all the important information so let's begin. So we start off with a statement from Dr. Lisa Su, AMD's president and CEO. She just tells us that the first quarter results were um, had significant gross margin expansion as Ryzen and Epic processor and their data center GPU revenue more than double year over year. And they look forward to the upcoming launches of their next generation seven nanometer PC gaming data center products, which expects to drive further market share gains and financial growth so right now it's definitely a great time for amd um, they're definitely selling their products and we can see the gross margin is increasing in the products they have and they are releasing new products coming later this year the first we'll start off with q1 2019 results revenue was 1.27 billion dollars and it was down 23 percent year over year and this is primarily due to reven lower revenue in the computing graphics segment. So right last year at this time was the big crypto phase. And I think it was during the pick of the crypto phase quarter one um, and quarter four. So that slowed down and has definitely affected AMD as a whole. But we can see AMD is still in the positive right now, which definitely shows a good sign that this company is growing and growing. Gross margin was 41% up 5% year over year and is primarily driven by the ramp of Ryzen and Epic processors and data centers GPUs. Gross margin was up 3% quarter to quarter. And again, um, another great news for AMD, right? Their gross margins are up. That means they're collecting more money from their products. And this is just to um, increase because of the primarily driven by the ramp of Ryzen. Verizon is killing it and their epic data center is also killing it and throughout 3% throughout year to year Operating income was 38 million dollars compared to operating income of 120 million a year ago and 28 million in the prior quarter So we can see in quarter to quarter compared to last quarter this company is containing more of its operating income but that is definitely a big drop, 120 million last year to 38 million this year. And the year over year decline was primarily due to lower revenues in the computing and graphics segment. So we can see here, right, just how we took a look in Q4 
of AMD. I remember taking a look at them. A lot of, they're definitely doing pretty bad due to the decline in the graphics segment and the whole crypto, crypto phase. I know a lot of people were saying it, it was not, the crypto phase was not, was not really affecting them, but we can see that the crypto was giving them a lot of money. But the great thing is the company is still in the green and operating income. So that means this company is in a, is still far from where it was um, just two, three years ago. Net income was 16 million compared to net income of 81 million a year ago and 38 million in the prior quarter. Again, we can see how this crypto is affect a crystal slowdown affected the company as a whole. But we can see net income still positive. So that's definitely a great thing. Cash and cash equivalents um, is about 1.2 billion at the end of the quarter. That's really good that they definitely have a huge amount of money. Um, 1.2 billion. We'll take a look at that in the next episode to see how that relates to the prior quarters. But I know AMD's plan since 2017 was to always keep at least $1 billion in cash and cash equivalents. Now we're going to take a look at quarterly financial segment um, summary. The revenue graphics segment revenue was 83 million down 26% year over year and 16% quarter over quarter. Revenue was lower year over year, primarily due again to that lower graphic channel sales. And it was offset by the increasing client process and data center GPU sales. So we can see right this like in, in everything where they're bad, they're definitely blaming that lower on GPU on graphic on the graphics segment. This is really good. ASP, which is your average selling price, was up year over year, driven by again rise in processor sell. And client ASP was down slightly quarter over quarter due to the decrease in mobile processor ASP. So they are selling their client processors. Horizons are, are higher are they're selling average selling price has increased but the average selling price for the mobile processors which are the big customers has decreased the only reason that does not worry me is we'll see later on that this company is receiving a lot more orders for their mobile processors so even if they have a decrease in ASP they'll still be collecting plenty of money GPU ASP increased year over year, primarily driven by the data center GPU. GPU ASP was up sequentially driven by improved product mix. So again, this company still continues to do good, even though they have great competitors like Nvidia and Intel. Next thing we'll talk about is the enterprise embed and semi-custom segment. For those that don't know, the semi-custom segment is mainly um, Right now driven mainly by the gaming sector and the revenue was 441 million down 17% year over year and up 2% sequentially. We know that the year over year revenue decrease was primarily due to lower semi-custom product revenue. Like I mentioned, this semi-custom revenue is mainly from the gaming sector and we can and we know that both Xbox and PS4 and Sony have not released any new any new gaming consoles so obviously the amount of money collected there has decreased as they're probably selling less consoles at the moment now we're going to talk about some of their recent highlights and these i love because all the companies i'm about to mention are really big companies google announced the game developer at the game developer conference that it has selected amd's radeon 
data center and AMD software tools for its next generation game streaming platform. So for them to have another partnership with Google is definitely great news. Then we can see Amazon Web Servers announce more availability of its Epic processor-based service. Again, another big company. Then we have Sony, which they just released news about their upcoming PS5. I don't know if they call it the PS5, but their upcoming next generation game console, which will be covered by, um, powered by AMD's chip and AMD's GPU architect. And that's pretty good that Navi is going to be their architect for it. That's their new powerful GPU that should be arriving sometime later this year. Um, so for that to happen, it does seem like PS5 is probably going to come in some time. Another one, Apple. See, we keep mentioning big companies. Apple announced updates to its Mac offered by Radeon Pro Graphics and again the Radeon Vega 12 GPUs. So again, we can see Apple is taking some parts of AMD with their GPUs. OEMs announced new systems based on the expanded lineup. So we can see here HP and Lenovo are releasing new laptops with AMD's second generation Ryzen Pro. Lenovo announced the IdeaPad, again powered by um, Ryzen Pro. Multiple other customers, including Asus, have again, but it's pretty good, right? We have all these big companies, all these customers are buying their their um, mobile processors for more laptops so more people are definitely getting to know AMD for the current outlook for the second quarter of 2019 AMD expects revenue to be approximately 1.52 billion that's again pretty high what was it this um, this quarter this quarter was what did I say 1.27 billion so it's gonna be higher than this quarter again which is good news company is growing the increase is expected to be driven by growth across all businesses. I did read their earnings transcript and they, Lisa does mention that all the, the whole, all the business, everything from CPUs, GPUs, semi-customs are increasing. So all this growth has, is going to lead to this quarter over quarter growth. The year over year decrease is expected to be driven again by that lower graphics channel. And we can see this block, blockchain related GPU revenue. So AMD expects, again, this is another great news, gross margin to be approximately 41% second quarter. So that's definitely a huge number. So I remember when they were in the 30s. So this is definitely, they're keeping a lot more money in, in hand. So now let's take a look at their earnings transcript to see what I have highlighted. So I can probably take a look. So here, Lisa mentions that as a result, they believe they gained unit market share for the sixth straight quarter. So again, more customers are buying AMD. In the desktop channel demand for highest-end Ryzen 7 and Ryzen 5 CPUs was strong, with sales increasing and outperforming seasonality. Ryzen mobile processors continue to accelerate. Like I mentioned, Acer, Asus, Dell, HP, Lenovo, and other OEMs have launched more than a dozen new Ryzen notebooks so far in 2019. And customers are on track to increase the number of Ryzen notebook models by more than 50% for 2018. So we can see all this good news. So, I mean, I already know what I'm going to do with AMD at the moment. 
but it's good to keep looking at all the news they are providing. What else do we have? They're well positioned grow to grow the GPU revenue in the second quarter and through the second half of the year. They expect to introduce the first seven nanometer GPU Navi. Again, I think a lot of people are excited for this. It's gonna be, but unfortunately, I think for GPUs, Nvidia does have the major market at the moment. So let's see how much they can they can take from them. Now we'll talk about their cash and cash equivalents, like I mentioned before in the previous PDF. They did mention that they have 1.2 billion at the end of the quarter. But here they do mention that they received $448 million of cash related to some warrant exercises. They used 64 of that million to pay fully the 2019 ter term debt and $100 million of cash to retire other term debt. So that's pretty good. I know their 2019 debt was the most um, the debt that was coming out the closest. And after they paid that, the principal debt balance has at the end of the quarter was 1.4 billion compared to 1.7 billion a year ago and they have no long-term debt that matures until 2022 they have about two three years that they don't have to worry about that so they can pay off the other debt slowly and probably use the other cash for um, research and development or just to make sure that they have if a slowdown happens they don't have to worry about paying off that debt in in, in no time they do mention that their principal debt balance at the end of this quarter was 1.4 billion compared to 1.7 billion last year. So they definitely are paying off their debt and they have no long-term debt maturities until 2022. So that's definitely a nice two, three years for them to have any long-term debt due. I'll take a look in a bit to see how much that 2022 debt is. They do have their free cash flow is negative 275 million in the quarter primarily due to higher inventory, the timing of collections. We, they expect to be free cash flow positive for the full year. So that's definitely great news. Again, AMD is producing great news for its investors. And then the final thing is their total debt that I want to take a look. And we can see here the 6.7% senior notes due 2019 has been paid off. The next debt they have is in 300, is in 2020. 2022 and they owe 312 million to that and i think for the company this is nothing right now with their total debt equals to about the total cash and cash equivalents that they have that's almost a one-to-one -one ratio so that's definitely really a really good thing to see so i think that's all i have for amd today like i mentioned tomorrow we'll take a look at their numbers to see how everything is looking long term so that's it that's all i have for this episode of amds remember this is a two-part episode i'll be posting part two tomorrow we'll be taking a look at their numbers in the long term don't forget to subscribe to get updates on those videos and other types of series that i have so take care guys have a good night and see you next time